Welcome to the Weights and Wine Podcast. This is a podcast for all the girlies who love to lift super heavy weights, eat their body weight and protein, get their steps in, and also eat mozzarella sticks, fried calamari, and take some tequila shots over the weekend. If this sounds like you and you are a fit girlie who loves balance, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, Nedaveda. Let's get into this episode. Oh my God. Okay. So I just got so many packages delivered and my best friend is having a baby. I've mentioned this before. They're having a little girl and oh my God, we ordered all her stuff like from um, their baby registry and it's coming and oh my God, I'm like going to cry. It's so surreal. (laughs) And Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for her and her husband and their dog because they're just such a beautiful family and their family is only going to continue to get more beautiful with the addition of their beautiful baby girl. So I'm so excited. I can't wait to spoil the shit out of her. (laughs) Like Me and Gil ordered, well, I ordered with Gil's credit card so much stuff. It's insane. And I'm still like, I want to do like a, when is this episode coming out? Oh yeah, it's coming out before her baby shower, but it's fine. What I really want to do is like a huge like diaper and baby wipe tower. I thought that would be so freaking cute. But one of the things we ordered was an infant seat. I think it's a rocker. I don't know. Um, Even though it's literally in the next room, but <laughs> I'm like, that's already so big. And after her baby shower, that night is my flight to Europe. So it's a lot of moving parts that day. But luckily I can just sleep on a seven hour plane ride to Europe after. I'm so excited. Um, My car isn't super big though. So that's the only downside. But maybe I'll ask my dad if I could take his because he has a Lexus that's like the SUV one and it's significantly bigger than my little car. But we'll figure that out when the time comes. There's been so much like baby fever around. I don't know what's in the air. I don't know if it's because everyone I know is pregnant <laughs> and everyone's expecting little girls. And I don't think I share this on here, but I got my IUD taken out a few weeks ago. Not by choice, but it was just like tilting and going into areas it does not need to be in. So to prevent any further complications or whatnot, I had to get it surgically removed. So now that that's happened, me and Gil were obviously talking about like, well, what's our next step in this? So we'll see what's going to happen. Um, I don't plan on getting pregnant anytime soon. I'm a firm OG, like old school, like you date, you get engaged, married, and then have children. But yeah, that's just my thought process. That's his thought process as well. And just goes back to the foundations of when you find someone who you want to be with and spend your life with, and you find your partner, aside from just obviously things you have in common, it's also like those beliefs. And I've said this on here before, I genuinely don't think we would have connected as much as we do if I wasn't already into fitness. And yeah, you just, you have to do what you got to do. Like I've Again, said this on here before, I've had ex-boyfriends who didn't understand why I was so into fitness. I had ex-boyfriend, well, the same two, who just would like make fun of me and 
belittle me for literally going to the gym and making myself healthier and better. So unlike those people, Gilmore is obviously very different. And when you find your person, they will appreciate and clap for you and applaud you for any little step and every little step you take and push you to do your best. So luckily I found that. Luckily my best friend found her man's and now they're having a beautiful baby girl. And yeah, just crazy how life works out. But moving on because this can take a really long sentimental turn. We are going to talk all about pre-workout today. Pre-workout to me is like the equivalent of making a frozen pizza and saying you're a chef, if that makes sense. I There's two different sides. I feel like the more advanced into lifting you are, you don't need pre-workout. But then I also feel like, and you also understand like the um, reasons why you don't need it. But on the other hand, I feel like the more advanced you are, the more you rely on, the more you love pre-workout. So there's two completely different fields, but let's just talk about pre-workout one-on-one. What is it? Advantages, disadvantages, my personal experience with it. And let's get down to the nitty gritty. These are all obviously very biased opinions because they're mine and this is my podcast, but let's start with the facts. What is pre-workout? So pre-workout is a generic term for a range of bodybuilding supplements, supplement products used by athletes and weightlifters to enhance athletic performance. It's taken to increase endurance, energy, and focus during a workout. Let's be real. You've seen at least one person on your Instagram or your TikTok or what's the new app? Be real. Dry scooping pre-workout. You know what it is. It's energy. And, you know, people get all hyped up on it. But to be more um, scientific, it is typically a flavored powder of some sort, but it can also come in forms of pills and liquids as well. So things like your standard pre-workout would be a tub, usually of some type of powder. And again, it's flavored I'm not even going to go down the list of flavors. There's a whole range. And depending on the brand you buy, it also comes in liquids. So we've seen things like C4, Zoa, Alani New. Why is there one of them literally picturing in my head, but I can't say? Oh, Ghost with the Sour Patch collab. <laughs> the can't, that bottle though is so aesthetically pleasing. And if you haven't seen it, go look up the ghost and sour patch collab of pre-workout energy drinks like they it's so good the aesthetics so yeah it comes in forms of usually powders and liquids there are some pre-workout pills you can take they're just very highly caffeinated pills and it's just boosts your energy and improves strength and endurance supposedly i'm gonna share my i'm gonna wait to share my experiences after because then I could just be talking for hours. But that's the basics of what pre-workout is. Now, there are advantages to taking pre-workout because at the end of the day, what it really comes down to is it's just a shitload of caffeine. That's basically what pre-workout is. And I know there's other things in it that supposedly help with, I'm not even going to say these words, but they help burn fat, they help your metabolism, they help your cognition, yada, yada. 
it is such a significantly small amount that it's like it's like if you dropped a cup of water into the ocean it really really doesn't matter that much it's not going to help you lose weight in that way so keep that in mind so the advantages of pre-workout are it boosts the body's energy power and stamina and it also helps improve muscle strength cognition lean gains and endurance the disadvantages are it can give you the jitters and anxiety because it does contain stimulants. It increases your heart rate. It causes digestive upset, hence the pre-workout shits that you get. It can cause dehydration. There is an increased risk of muscle cramps. It can give you headaches. And the best part is it's really fucking expensive. Pre-workout is not cheap. It is really expensive. Um, I mean, it's not like it's expensive, like you can afford it and it's a decent value for your buck, but it's expensive. So that's pre-workout in a nutshell. And I'm going to talk about my personal experiences with it. I would just like to preface that I am not a fan of pre-workout. I used to be die hard. I used to have sponsorships for pre-workout companies plural i no longer do it is something that i truly 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 have grown to not despise but i've just grown to not need and for me i've just been on a whole journey the past few weeks of just really being in tune with my body my mind and my emotions and I don't like to let any foreign substances into it. So kind of going back to the beginning of this episode with my IUD, mine was non-hormonal, but I still just don't want like anything in my body that doesn't need to be there. So that's taken out. I don't love pre-workout. I think I have enough energy as is. I don't want the additional energy in my body. So that's why I don't take those. And I don't want the random things that are in it. And that's pretty much been my mentality. I've been doing like a mental, spiritual cleansing kind of thing. And I'll still have my Rice Krispies and my caffeine. I'm not saying like I'm not having, it's because it's too much sugar or it's too much caffeine or whatever. I just personally don't feel the need to use it or to take it. So keeping that in mind, I'm going to share my personal experience with it. And yeah, this is just what I've done since I began my fitness journey. When I first began lifting, I would go to the gym on an empty stomach. I didn't eat before. I went to work out and then went to work after. My boyfriend at the time had told me about pre-workout. So I then started taking pre-workout on an empty stomach, which was definitely not a good decision. <laughs> As you can imagine, it. I just... I don't know quite honestly how I survived, but it just, uh, it was such a good workout though. Cause like when you take pre-workout and when you're in the middle of the workout, you're like on cloud nine. Like there's such a strong, really cool feeling about it. But to be honest, it's just all the drugs that are in it. That's giving you that feeling. It's like when you're drunk and you are 
dancing with your friends and you're thinking this is the best time ever or i honestly haven't done drugs to really compare anything but at the end of the day pre-workout is a drug and it's that high that you get and you're just so in the zone and you're you feel so freaking good and then comes a crash later so when i first started taking pre-workout i went to the gym empty stomach had pre-workout did my workout ate breakfast showered got ready went to work and at the time when i first started my fitness journey i was a ta in a school and you know i went through the day everything was great by one or two o'clock i would get such a bad crash and then i would have to drink oh my god this was when i was addicted to monsters like i would have a white the white arctic whatever it's called monster because at the time too that's when a lot of that's what a lot of fitness people were drinking on instagram like i remember whitney simmons paige riley like all of them were drinking white monsters and that's where i got the white monster idea from and it didn't help that right like two blocks away from my school was a 7-Eleven. So I always had a midday monster. And then I was getting my master's at the time. So I would sometimes go to grad school after, or I would just fuck around and do nothing for the rest of the day, but I would be like cracked out on monster and pre-workout. So I definitely went through a phase of spending so much money on pre-workouts and then energy drinks. So I was really into bangs for the longest time. And, oh, I forgot. I also used to waitress slash bartend Friday nights, Saturdays, and Sundays. So Fridays, I would then go from my job to my the restaurant that I worked at. And life was just so crazy. <laughs> it was wild. But, yeah, that's how I started with pre-workout and energy drinks. I wouldn't say I was addicted, but I was heavily reliant on them to make it through the day, not just through the workout. I've always been a morning workout girly, so I would obviously take it in the morning before my workout. Not realizing that come midday, there would be a significant crash. So this occurred for a few years and then COVID happened, so I wasn't really into pre-workout because my workout schedule was all off when i had my lunch break um i was still teaching on zoom so when i had my lunch break for that i would go to gil's house and then you know you guys know that he has a squat rack like a makeshift gym so we would work out there and i didn't really need pre-workout because i had already fueled my body with food beforehand um when was it this was march 2020. so i've been taking pre-workout at this point for about three years now. And when I went back to teaching, being around the kids, I will say, continued my energy. So I would have my pre-workout in the morning, my pre-workout drink. I would work out. I would go to work back when we were allowed to go back to work. And the kids just kept me going all day. So I never really felt the crash. And if I did, I was able to push through it because of the kids that I was teaching. So I would get home by 3 34 o'clock and then that's when i would feel the crash so then that's when i would really just be burnt out for the day i couldn't really get anything done and then yeah i something in me changed i started working with a trainer at the gym and he told me that 
I should eat before I work out. So even if it's something small, like some fruit, a piece of toast, a waffle, etc. And that's when I started to shift into not taking pre-workout and into eating before I worked out. So now if you guys see my full days of eating or my what I eat in a days, I always start my morning with usually a pre-workout waffle or like a slice of sourdough bread or something that's has carbs to give me energy. And then I'll have a pre, uh, rice crispy treat mid-workout to continue that energy. But I'm not ingesting a whole shitload of caffeine and stimulants and other drugs. So I weaned off of that. I also used to do black coffee in the morning with my waffle, but I would have to make the coffee the night before. So it was like kind of sitting out and it was just really gross. And then I tried buying those Starbucks coffees, like the jug of coffee that you can buy at like Stop and Shop or Target. But I'm just not a fan of cold drinks. Like I hate cold water. And to chug a freezing cold coffee early in the morning was just not it for me. So that didn't work out. But I did do cough black coffee for a while. And that I felt like helped as well. It gave the same feelings that the pre-workout gave. Obviously not as intense, but they were still there. And yeah, (laughs) I just drank black coffee and it was fine. And then I kind of just started feeding off of it. So we went through the pre-workout and energy drink phase. Then we went through just the pre-workout phase. Then we went through the black coffee and food phase. And now we're in just a little pre-workout snacky phase. That's where we're at right now. That's what I'm doing now. I am still continuing to make gains. I, and I know a lot of people will agree with me. Pre-workout to me is really just a placebo. Like I think, I think that when you take it, you think you're doing a lot more than you are. And I think it's really like, see, I get so back and forth because I remember when I take it, it's like, yes, it does give me that extra push. And it does help me go that little bit further in the gym. But at the same time, like I can also get there myself and I can get there on my own. It may take me maybe like a day or a week longer. It's not like it's going to take weeks or months off of my progress or hinder my progress by that much. But it is also kind of cool to like be when you're in that pre-workout high and you're like killing it at the gym. There's like something so like alpha about it. So (laughs) I miss pre-workout, but I also know I'm so much better off without it. It's like a toxic ex. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so that's the gist of my personal experience with pre-workout. I will say though that there are like the marketing behind pre-workout is kind of genius. You have the ones that are more girly, like the Alani News, Kiala's, like you have the cute ones, the women's best ones, like they're so aesthetic and they're very like attractive. And then you have like the bro ones, like you have, well, I guess bucked up Google either way. Like Condemned Labs is one that is really such like a bro pre-workout and it's so funny because I was sponsored by Kiala for a while. I don't even know if I'm saying that name correctly, but, and it was good. Like it was a bad pre-workout on a scale, like on a range. It was 
okay. It gave you energy, but it also gave you a super big crash, which like I wasn't getting that much energy to be getting that big of a crash, but it's fine. It's whatever. And then I would have like a bro one, like a bucked up or condemned labs or whatever. And those were so intense. And then like your high was so high. And then your low was so low. Like I couldn't go a day without taking a nap. Like I had to nap and re-energize and it really didn't help when I started the job I have now back in August because my schedule was all, not all over, but it wasn't a consistent nine to five that I was used to. So I would be like falling asleep at work because I would have taken this insane pre-workout early in the morning and then my energy would have needed to last until eight, nine o'clock sometimes, which as you guys know, I'm usually in bed at that time. So it was just so crazy. But again, the marketing is very, very, like I can appreciate it. <laughs> like you walk into any GNC or whatever and they, like, I don't know, I just love the packaging on pre-workouts. It's done very nicely. But yeah, I think if you're making gains and you're not hindering um, your gains and you're not plateauing, or even if you are plateauing, it's part of the process and it's part of the journey, you will plateau. Like I remember the past few weeks, the past two weeks specifically, I was not into weightlifting at all. I just felt like I wanted to wash my hands and be done with it. And I wasn't into it. It didn't feel good to me. It felt like I was forcing myself to do something that I really didn't want to do. So instead I took what I thought was going to be a deload week, but it ended up being two weeks off of weightlifting. I did a lot of bar. I did a lot more flexibility, mobility, yoga, things like that. I did Pilates. And then for some reason, this past Monday, I woke up and I was like, wow, I'm ready to go lift really fucking heavy weights. So sometimes you just have to listen to your body and see how it feels. But to go back to the pre-workout, you don't need it. If you like it and you need a little bit of energy, I don't think an energy drink once in a while is going to kill you. I also don't think you need to be relying on two scoops of pre-workout every single workout. Like that should not be the case. Your body naturally has energy. And I'll always say this, your body is stronger than your mind is. So when your mind wants to quit, your body will not. And that's something that you just have to keep in mind and keep pushing through. And if you want to look at the other side of it, pre-workout and energy drinks are not cheap. So if you're someone who's really looking to see what you can afford and where you can cut costs, pre-workout is definitely a cut cost option. You can literally buy a black coffee for significantly cheaper. You can buy toast or a banana and peanut butter for significantly cheaper and use those. I'm not going to say better sources of pre-workout, but they're definitely not as intense. And they're still going to give you energy. You're still going to have a great workout. You're still going to go and crush it, but you're also not getting all of that extra shit in your body that you get from pre-workout powders. And yeah, I mean, I think that's the gist of what I had to say about pre-workout. Um, gave you some facts, some advantages, disadvantages, my personal experience. It's biased, but again, it's my podcast. And this is how I feel about pre-workout. 
I feel like I haven't done favorites in so long, but I have one that I'm excited to share. I bought my first neck pillow off Amazon for my trip to Europe, and I'm so freaking excited. I've never used one before. I honestly thought they were weird. <laughs> I just thought the whole concept of having a mini pillow was so weird and bizarre, and I am the type of person who can fall asleep pretty much anywhere. I fall asleep all the time on planes and it sucks because I always have intention to watch a movie or a show or read my book. But once that plane is in the air, I am out. Like wake me up for lunch or wake me up when the snack comes. But if I'm not drinking a Diet Coke, I am sleeping. So I thought, you know what? Why not? Let's live a little. Let's go crazy for this trip and let's get a neck pillow. I got it. I unpacked it and we're not unpacked. What's the word? I unboxed it. I put it on just to kind of like see how it feels. And it is so comfortable. I am so excited to use it. I've never used one before. I always just fell asleep. Like, you know, when you're sitting in the plane and like they give you a pillow, like I always just put my pillow on my shoulder and just, you know, leaned my neck over like a normal person. <laughs> I never really thought to get one, but I don't know. Something in me just was like, it's, you gotta do it. It's something. It's, you know, spring 2023, we're buying neck pillows. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty pumped for that, not gonna lie. So I just really felt like I had to share that with you. And my second one, actually, I'm gonna shout out my dermatologist for this one. So I struggled with not acne. No, I'm, I'm, I'm lying. I did struggle with acne. I had really bad hormonal acne for years and I only realized it a few months ago. And I actually took action a few months ago. One of my friends recommended a dermatologist nearby. So I went to her and she completely transformed my face. I mean, I would be breaking out randomly and have these like bigger pimples, if that makes sense. And they would be so painful. So she put me on spironolactone and I feel like I'm butchering that completely, but it has helped so much with my skin. And I'm only saying that now because I was looking through my camera roll and I found a picture that I took after my first visit with her to kind of document my skin journey. And the difference is insane. And it's only been, we're in May now. So I went to her late January, early February. So it's been a few months, but the difference is crazy. And then she put me on a pill to take at night um, to kind of just get all the excess junk out of my skin because I do have hyperpigmentation and some acne scars and some sunspots. So I just wanted to get rid of everything and it's been helping significantly. So I don't quite know why I waited, but I always feel like if you have something that you're not comfortable with, and, you know, like it's easy to cover up acne with makeup, but at the end of the day, I was not comfortable in my own skin. I wasn't comfortable not wearing makeup and I don't like wearing makeup. To be honest, I'm not a makeup girly. I just would rather, it's like, what was PETA's slogan? I'd rather be naked. Like I would rather my face be naked. I really don't like makeup, but obviously the world we live in is so shallow and everything's based on your looks. So wearing makeup definitely helps. But 
there are still some people who have great skin naturally without any makeup. And that's what I wanted to be. So I'm very thankful that I got help with that. And again, if you have something that you're not happy with and that's really insecure and bothering you, then make a change. Like I am so happy I got Botox for my 11 lines because they were such a big insecurity for me. And knowing that my mom has really prominent ones made me very nervous as well, especially now that I'm slowly but surely approaching 30. I wanted to just deal with that beforehand. And yeah, firm believer, you got to do what makes you happy. And on that note, I think we're done. I think I'm out of time. But I hope you found something helpful with this episode. I hope you learned something about pre-workout. I hope you learned something. (laughs) And I hope you got a giggle out of this. If you found this episode helpful, you can go ahead and leave a review, give a rating, subscribe, share this episode with a friend, and you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Netta, N-E-D-A, underscore Veda, V-A-E-D-A. I will catch you next week.